to another episode of the Pats Podcast, a show where we spotlight the extraordinary efforts and careers of athletic trainers in the state of Pennsylvania, while also continuing to advocate for our profession across the country. My name is Jason Kopeck, clinical athletic trainer and faculty member at Westchester University, and proud to be here with you today. And in all of my podcasting experience, I, I very rarely has been have been as nervous or as excited about who the guest was going to be on the show, but. Today, we're joined by two very special individuals, uh, two gentlemen who really need no introduction. Their voices are going to sound very familiar to any of our listeners, as they should, because quite frankly, they're, they're the ones that poured their blood, sweat, and tears into the first 40 episodes of this show, and I'm truly ha- honored to have them here with us today. Mr. Adam Richmond, Mr. Philip Hensler. Gentlemen, how are we making out? Hey, I'm doing good, Jason. I appreciate you taking the time to... Uh Get us on the call here and chat a little bit. I'm, I'm stoked for you to, to take over this journey. Um, just I'm glad that it's not uh, falling to the wayside and somebody's taking over and going to continue the journey. Phil, how I, about I you? I can't believe we, we got through 40 episodes. Dude, when he wow. said that number, I was thinking the same thing. I, I wow. didn't actually realize it was that many. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that was based on my calculations, but that, that's what it looked like that was out there. I, no, I, I think you're right. I, I, I really do look... Um, I was on uh, Podbeam the other day, um, updating my resume, and yeah, I think 40, 40 definitely is an accurate number there. Let's start yeah, with dude, that's crazy though. Adam, let's start here. Um, you know, because I know you guys had a great idea while you know you guys were going through this transition about having the episodes kind of pre-recorded, and you know, you guys are doing a great job of releasing them, you know, kind of periodically over the last year, I, I believe it was, but. Um, you know, Adam, you know, since the listeners last heard you, you know, what have you been up to? What are you doing with all your free time now that the podcast has ended for you? Ah, thanks. Thanks for the question. Um, <laughs> so I guess what I'll, uh, I'll preface with the, the reason that I got out of the podcast or why I needed to step away was I was making a career change. Um, so I worked at Dickinson College for 14 years. Um, uh-huh. So after grad school, went straight there. Um, and uh, yeah, I really got a really good experience there and, and enjoyed my time. I decided it was time to move on. And so whenever I was making that career change, um, so now I'm currently, I, I run my own business. So I do uh, online health and fitness coaching. Um, I prioritize or, or um, I specialize in working with parents, trying to help them lose weight and get fit. Um, mm-hmm. So that's what I'm doing now. And that's why I decided that I need to step away from the, the podcast at the time was to um, really dive 100% into my business and making sure that I can, um, you know, give, give a good effort there and, and make it work. So that's where, where, what I'm doing now with my, my free time is it's 100% uh, risk and training systems and, and trying to build out the total health transformation program. How has the start of that been for you? It's been great. It's been great. It's been a huge transition for me. Um, you know, I absolutely loved athletic training and, and everything that I learned from there is, is what I'm doing with my new career minus the actual sideline coverage and, mm-hmm. you know, acute care and, 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 and rehabilitation. But um, so much of, of what I do now is, is you know, also um, – you know, related to the skills that I learned as an athletic trainer. So um, loving what I'm doing, uh, absolutely crushing results with clients. They're getting great results. It's just so rewarding to help people um, go through that 12 week journey and, and go from, you know, unhealthy, unfit, unhappy to fit and lean and strong and, and just feeling great and having lots of energy um, and, and just super rewarding for me. No, that's great. And uh, I mean, Phil, and then, you know, you actually ended up relocating if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. I did. My uh, my wife Melissa got a uh, opportunity that she'd been working towards for years, and it was uh, something that we couldn't pass up. So we uh, made the jump across uh, state lines and a little bit farther north up to the lake, and um, have been uh, settling in the last uh, six eight months. 
And then if you guys can, you know, reflect back on, you know, your time with Pat's and, you know, giving some advice to, you know, people that may be new to the organization, um, you know, Adam, what impact did Pat's have on you? Uh, Jason, that's a good question. Um, you know, so I, I graduated from Lock Haven University and it was one of those things that it was kind of ingrained in you that after you get out, especially in Pennsylvania, if you're staying in the area that, you, you volunteer your time to, to give back to the profession and, and you're an active member of the Pats community. So um, I, you know, after graduating, I started as a convention, Pats convention committee. Um, I was a moderator and then I was a convention um, registration committee and then I was on the programming committee. And so I, I've had a lot of different hats and a lot of different roles in Pats over the years. Mm -hmm. um, and then obviously got started with the pack with the podcast um, with Phil. Uh, so, you know, I think what I got the most out of that is just building relationships with people. Um, you know, I've gotten to meet a lot of different people that I probably wouldn't have. Um, and then just, uh, you know, making those connections and, and being able to bounce ideas off of each other and, you know, see what's working for other people in the field and in, the, in their careers, and then being able to kind of, you know, copy that or, or give my spin on it to, to further my career. Um, so I think that's definitely been a benefit. And then, you know, in general, I think Pat's what, what the, the, the main role for them is to, you know, advocate for athletic training, right? And mm -hmm. to uh, push the profession forward on the, you know, the legal aspect of it. So pushing laws through, making sure that, you know, we have licensure and that we are, you know, respected as a profession and are paid well and, you know, just advocating for athletic training. So I think that's what Pat's has done for me. Um, I think they mm -hmm. do that. And then just being a member of Pat's and, and being active in the, um, you know, being able to give back and to kind of help push that, that, uh, um, that, that, um, what, what word am I looking for here? That, uh, mission forward, yeah. I guess is what I'm trying to say, um, has been, has been super uh, rewarding for me. Uh -huh. And Phil, same question for you, you know, especially now, you know, being out there in Ohio, if you think back on your time with Pat's, you know, you know what that meant for you. So one thing I really got out of Pat's was, you know, I was, a, I was a local Pittsburgh boy, grew up in Pittsburgh, really never venture too far outside of the city limits, um, outside of Western PA. So, you know, all my, all my clinical sites, um, I was working clinic outreach at the time and, um, and it was all like with Pittsburghers, how, you know, the main hospital in Pittsburgh did things. And when I started to get involved with Pat's, you know, I started meeting people, um, you know, from the other side of the state and seeing how, you know, how it was to work as, you know, a clinician at a university hired outright. We never really had a lot of that um, where I kind of came up in the ranks. So just kind of learning how, you know, other people around the state did athletic training, making the connections, the, the networking that you got to do and being able to take back into my own practice what um, what other people were doing and, and ultimately made me a better athletic trainer. Yeah. And then for for those individuals that, you know, maybe unfortunately weren't able to attend the annual symposium earlier this month in Gettysburg, um, you know, both Adam and Phil were awarded the Pat Service Award for 2023, uh, you know, along with Rennie Sacco, who was there as well. But, um, you know, Adam, thinking back, like what you just said, when you reflected on your time with Pat's, I mean, what, what did that award mean for you, you know, now being tied with, you know, some very prestigious people who have also won that award as well? Yeah, no, I was um, I was honored to, to receive the call. Um, definitely wasn't expecting it. Uh, so whenever I found out, I was I was definitely humbled. Um, you know, like you said, there's been a lot of really solid athletic trainers that have won that award and have put in you know, decades more service than I have. So, um, you know, I, I, I 
appreciate that y'all have recognized the effort and time that we put into the podcast um, and, and to you know honor us in that way was, was very humbling. Phil, how about yourself? It's this, the, the podcast, uh, it, it was something Adam and I started just as something to do something more of a, a, a personal pet project. Mm-hmm. And the, the fact that we were able to come up with a show that people look forward to tuning into and actually got something out of, um, it, it's, it's, I'm, I was just completely blown away and humbled and, yeah. and it was, it was such a good honor to be roped in, like with Adam said, with everyone else who has been honored with the service awards for doing much larger things than I, I think that we that we did with the, the podcast but obviously it, it made an impression on a lot of people and, and that's that's exciting yeah what do you guys remember uh you know however long ago it was when you first started you know discussing the idea of the podcast in terms of um you know what were those initial meetings like was it really just setting uh setting up a you know a vision for the podcast or you know could adam can you walk us through some of those early meetings between you and phil that's a good question. I mean, I think both of us had zero background with podcasting, so you're we really, you know, just winging it, faking it till we make it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, I think I think exactly what you said. Though we we started with, okay, what's the vision? You know, what do we want to do with this? What kind of message do we want to deliver to the to the membership? Um, you know, we we always tried to keep in the back of our mind that what we were doing wasn't just for us, but it was for the membership, right? I will I will admit a lot of my motivation originally to do the podcast was selfish, right? Like I wanted to have more experience making a podcast. I wanted to have those conversations with the awesome guests that we had on and be able to ask the questions I wanted to ask. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, definitely there was a selfish part to it. Um, and, and that was super rewarding for me and it allowed me to develop those skills that I am still using today to create content and mm-hmm. do things with my business. So, um, that was definitely cool. Uh, but yeah, the, the beginning was, you know, trying to figure out what we wanted to do, what, what our message was going to be. And then honestly, I think that the biggest question was how often are we going to be able to put out an episode, right? Like yeah. how, cause we wanted it to be consistent, right? We didn't want to just put one out, you know, once a month and then three months later we had another one, right? Yeah. We wanted to be able to commit to it and be consistent. Um, and not miss times. And, and so what we came up with was, you know, once a month seemed reasonable where we had enough time to find a, find a guest, put the show together, put the notes together, record the, the, the notes or record the show. And then, you know, all the editing and stuff after the show, you know, a month seemed to be about appropriate to, to get one out a month was, was good. And so, yeah, yeah. That, that's kind of how it played out for me. Yeah. Phil, what are your, what are your, some of your most memorable moments about the podcast? Probably my the the one that always comes to mind was I was um I was checking metrics one week and one of our old shows just like got a weird bump. I mean there were like twenty or thirty views on a show that hadn't gotten anything in a couple months. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was talking to the executive board and somebody was like, Oh yeah, I use that in my class. This is mandatory listening for, for my students and I'm like, Wait, we put out something that is now being used in in our education programs to, to train our, our, our upcoming athletic trainers. I was like, wow, that's, that's insane. Yeah. Adam, how about you? A- a- anything that really sticks out in your mind? Uh, certain you know, guests or certain topics yeah, or, yeah. I, yeah. So that's what I was going to say is, you know, honestly, I don't, I don't, there's no specifics I don't think, but just having the opportunity to, to talk with a lot of really, good athletic trainers mm-hmm. uh, i mean that was, it was just awesome it was just good conversations like i i'm a i would you know if you talk to anybody that knows me well um i i am not a um 
Uh, I'm a homebody. I like to, I'm an introvert. I like to stay to myself, but I absolutely love conversations that are deep and meaningful, right? So having the opportunity to have these deep, meaningful conversations with really, really highly educated, good athletic trainers was just awesome for me. Yeah. It, was, it was definitely the highlight. Yeah. Anything uh, either one of you don't miss? And I'll, I'll give you an example. The one thing I, I've been struggling with, with thus far is, um, you know, being able to uh, nail down a time with a guest when obviously neither, like this is not either of our uh, full-time jobs. So not only do you have your own personal life getting in the way, but you're trying to map it out with a guest. Uh, any, anything like that that sticks out to either one of you? Oh, the, the, the time crunch um, of, you know, we, we were like, okay, we, we have Tuesday at noon. We got to get the episode out by, and it's it's Sunday evening. And, and we're like, okay, Monday morning, we're going to record it. Mm-hmm. And it just, just, you know, coming down to the last minute um, all the time. I, I know we had always talked about having, you know, like <laughs> shift who's just yeah. kind of waiting and sitting so that, you know, if one month in January, everybody's super busy, you know, we can, we, we have a bag show to, to put out. But yeah. we, we were never actually to accomplish that right we never did <laughs> <laughs> no I, I would echo i would echo phil uh it, just the, we i think phil and i are both procrastinators i, I mean hopefully i can say that for him <laughs> uh but yeah li- literally every show would be the last minute right um mm-hmm. i mean i'm sure there was a handful where we had it pre-recorded and actually everything all of our ducks in a row beforehand but very rarely like it was always last minute we need to find somebody we need to get this scheduled uh we need to edit this but i mean luckily you know phil was very efficient with editing and, and has those skills and then i you know picked up the slack on some of the copy and writing and, and notes taking and stuff like that so we made a really good solid team um and so it, it kind of spread out some of the responsibilities and, and allowed us to delegate that um so yeah i mean I, if, if i had any recommendation for you i would I would try to get a team, right? Like, uh, you know, even two people, I don't think was enough to, to truly do it and maximize your efficiency. Um, I think, you know, you want to have, you know, a team of people around you to help support you. So, you know, somebody that can do the editing, somebody that can write all the copy, you know, somebody yeah. that can take notes. Um, so a one man show is going to be, it's going to be tough. Yeah. That was, that was the biggest surprise. Like I, I thought with two people, it would be, it would be a walk in the park. And I don't, I think you hit it on the head. You, Betcha we needed a team of about four or five to, to truly um, get it to where you and I really wanted it to go. Yeah, I agree. I agree, Phil. Yeah, we had we had big visions, uh, and, and, and we're going to continue to work there. I'm, Jason, I'm, I'm super pumped for you that you're going to continue to take this on and, and continue to grow it. Um, but, yeah, we just, you know, it, it's, it's a lot more work than people think. Yeah. No, I mean, quickly, you know, in, in my limited experience, um, you know, this podcast and the podcast before that I had, uh, you know, helped me on, it, it quickly becomes a full-time job between planning, editing, releasing, you know, managing guests, you know, getting topics together. Um, it, it takes up a lot more time than I think most people think. Marketing it. Getting, Marketing getting it. people yeah. to, to want to tune in. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, other than the manpower that we had just been speaking about, if, if we were able to turn back the clocks, is, is there anything that either of you would have done differently? Uh, I, I don't have anything I would do differently. It was, yeah. you know, it was a, a first, first run of the, of, of an idea that, um, that, that somebody came up with. And I, I think having, having the experiences that we had and the direction being what what we we came up with i i think um i don't know i i think we did awesome with it and i and i i i yeah i can't really pinpoint one specific thing that i would have done differently 
Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, just what we talked about with, with being efficient and, and trying to develop better systems and cleaning that kind of stuff up to be more efficient and then having a plan of gas, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and this is something Phil and I would try to do all the time. We would, you know, meet and spend 30, 45 minutes on, you know, trying to brainstorm ideas and then um, coming up with taking the ideas and coming up with speakers who fit those ideas, right? And then actually contacting the speakers. If, if, I, if, if I could do anything differently, it would be actually have people scheduled and lined up in mm-hmm. advance, right? Three months, six months, whatever it is, that would be the only thing that would, would have taken a little bit of stress off and not had to wait to the last minute every time. You know, it's funny hearing you guys say that now because, you know, at full transparency, I, you know, I was a listener. I was a uh, data point in your analytics there, Phil, uh, for the podcast. Um, and, and, you know, it never came across that way. And I, I think that just is a testament to you guys in terms of, you know, you know, really at the end of the day, we were just holding professional conversations with with colleagues. Yeah, and that's, that was the that's awesome. part, right? Because yeah. that's, that's, that's what ultimately we wanted it to come out as, right? We just wanted to have a conversation mm-hmm. um, and, and enjoy that conversation and then be able to provide it to everybody else to get the, the same benefits. Yeah. Well, again, guys, uh, you know, first, let me you know, thank you guys for taking the time today. Um, again, congratulations on the Pat Service Award. Um, you know, want to make sure you guys, uh, you know, are, it's clear that you guys have an open invitation for any episode here moving forward. All you got to do is let me know and say, hey, I got the itch and I want to be back on. Um, and, and I think I'll speak for, you know, all the listeners for you guys over the past couple of years and that, you know, we thank you for your tireless efforts with this podcast and getting it up and running and getting it to where it is today. Uh, thank you, Jason. I appreciate it. Um, I appreciate the kind words. Um, and I seriously appreciate you taking over and continuing our vision. Um, I, I'm glad it's not dying. So, um, yeah, thank you yeah. for having us on the Definitely. show. Thank you for the, the honor. Um, and good luck moving forward, man. Crush it. Definitely second what Adam just said there. All right, guys. Well, thanks again. Thanks to all our listeners. We'll catch you next time. Remember, let's be better athletic trainers.